interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Having a very nice time. I did, I did. Oh, what was it? I you got a call coming in, producer. You got a call coming in line two hundred and seven, you're on the air with Hello handsome. Hello, sir. How are you doing in your life at the moment? <laughs> I'm having a lovely time, thank you very much. Yeah, not too bad. You've come on to the Rice is Right, sir. Have <laughs> I? Okay, good. Yeah. Looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah, playing Hansen's little game show for himself. It's called the Rice is Right. Rice, to see you. To see you. Rice! Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Talk about clap for nurses, clap, clap for the contestants, but why not the heads and things? <laughs> All right, so what, what's your name and where'd you come from, Chucky Egg? <laughs> My name's David Callahan, and I'm a comedian from Durham City. Oh, that's very nice. You know the rules. All right, so here's the prizes. <laughs> here's the prizes up for grabs today from Handsome Erin's little chest. Number one, Henson Ed's mother's eyelash curler. That's number prize number one. Number two, you got six bags of rice. We talking white rice, sir. <laughs> number three, you got seven thousand pounds. Number <laughs> four, number four, sir, you got a VIP trip to Bird World. That's exclusive. Number five, you've got the abolition of slavery. So which prize are you <laughs> going to be playing for today, sir? Well, I already have an abolition of slavery at home. Someone got me it for Christmas 1857. So yeah. uh, I've, I've got one of them. Um, pro- it's, oh. it's, like when you're in, it's like when you're in the school playgrounds and you're swapping stickers and you've got samies. Yeah, yeah. My my abolition of slavery. I've actually my William Wilberforce is a shiny, so I've only got um half the left hand side of the uh, Amistad um <laughs> revolt uh, <laughs> boat. Right, I've only got the left hand side. They're all sitting on the uh, the lad in the um, handcuffs is at the front with the ball. Which prize are you bloody playing for, sir? <laughs> Could I have the £7,000, please? We'll see about that. All right. So, first of all, sir, are we going higher or lower? Um, okay. Uh, but you've not t- you've not told me anything, so higher or lower than what? Hi- higher, is, higher is more points, lower is less points, <laughs> sir. Okay. All right. And how does the scoring system work? Am I... Try to get less points, is it like golf? Or are they trying to get more points, like um, not not golf? You're talking more points like the cricket. Okay. So, uh, could I, um, yeah, could I go higher then, please? Oh, he's going higher. Okay, here's a, play the theme tune now. Theme tune will be edited in there, sir. <laughs> okay, 
Question one for Mr. David Kelleher. Handsome has four tins of beans, but that's not actually true. Handsome now has two. What happened? <laughs> Did you eat two tins of beans? Oh, it's very close, but it's not quite right. The correct answer today, sir, is Handsome only bought two cans. Okay, so when you said Handsome has four tins, that's not technically true. You were the what had happened was you told a lie in that instance, and the whole point of that bit of the game was I had to bring you up on the fact that you were lying to me in the very question you were asking. Yeah, <laughs> a little prank by Handsome. Very nice. Smoke. Got me. Got me. Handsome thinks he's the dumb jolly of podcasting at this point. Yeah, uh, I yeah. I mean, do you live in the country in a sort of quite objectionable Tory? Yeah, I'm not a very nice man. Okay, so the answer for that one, sir, is handsome. Only bought two cans. That is the correct answer for that. I tell you, tell you what, Hans, handsome would forget his body if it wasn't screwed on. <laughs> Little joke by handsome. <laughs> it's a lovely joke. Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay, so for question number two, so are we going higher or lower? Okay, then two cans of beans. Uh, are we... So is that... All right, so points-wise, am I still on zero? Still on zero points. <laughs> nil, nil points, sir. And I want more points. So points yeah. mean prizes. Okay, then, I, then logically I want to go higher. Yeah, logically, nice as two birds in a bush. All right, question number two, sir, for Mr. David Culliger. Is Early Morning, Stoned Pimp, was the nicest album by Kid Rock? Can you name the other less nice ones? <laughs> name Kid Rock's other albums? Yeah, the less the less nice ones, sir, please, if you, if you will. Okay. Yeah, in 2004, Kid Rock um, brought an album out called Fingering a Pelican. That wasn't very yeah. nice. Yeah, uh, the classic, that one. <laughs> he, um, he called one, uh, The Holocaust Didn't Happen. <laughs> that was last yeah. night. Got four, four more to go, sir. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he, he called one um, uh, Robert Mugabe's innocent. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, it was really sad that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he called uh, Cher's greatest hits. He did that. Everyone thinks it's Cher. It sold really well, but it wasn't. It was Kid Rock. <laughs> with all of his we're talking numbers at that point. We're talking in the sort of millions gold records. And, and you think you know, Kid Rock getting away with it and he shot a gun in the air and he thought, yeah, it's very nice and I'm going to sell all those records for a bit. <laughs> yeah, he did that. How many more have I got a name? Uh, you're talking one more than one, sir, a.k.a. two. One more than one. All right. Um, there was one called... Uh, Divorced, beheaded, died. The story of Princess Diana. <laughs> Did, didn't he call one? Um... I'm going to give you a clue at this point, sir. All right. Yeah, go on. Starts with Bum Factory. 
<laughs> okay. Is it Bum Factory? Yeah, yeah good. Hands had played another prank. He gave me the full answer and that one. Little, little prank <laughs> by Hansen again. Thank you. So, sir, got that one right. Very nice, sir. You, you're on one point. One handsome hey. Aaron out of one handsome Aaron. Yeah, not too bad. Give, give yourself a round of applause. Talk about the bloody, bloody nurses getting a clap, clap surfer naming all the nice albums by Kid Rock. Well, all the less nice albums should be a bit more specific. All right, so for the next one, are you going higher or lower? I want to, I imagine I want to keep going higher. Reach for the sky. All right, so question three. Why is, why is the capital of Spain? <laughs> it's the capital of Spain. It's Madrid. No, sir. The correct, the correct answer is E for España. <laughs> okay. All right, so question four. Are we going higher or lower? Uh, higher again, please. Higher again. All right, that's fine. So question number four from handsome Aaron to you, sir, is this. George, John, Paul and Ringo are all members of the Beatles. But who murdered our Queen Princess Diana? <laughs> um, Ringo. It's incorrect, so he's Jeremy Corbyn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, for question five, sir, are you going higher or lower? Think carefully for this one. All right. Um, well, I've got the last two wrong going higher. Yeah. So, I feel like I should go lower. Let's go lower. Yeah. All right. So for the final question, sir, you're doing not too bad. You've got one point out of five so far. It could, could be a little bit worse, but it could, could also be a little bit better. And isn't that just society in a, in a little... Uh, heads up going to say nutshell, but it's not quite correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. right. Yeah, right. I, so I goodness, agree. Yeah, you got to agree. Because right. what is agreeing... But it's just the friends we make along the way, sir. Yeah, well, I think society is just a accepted understanding of what community is. And now that's broken down. So d does a society even exist anymore? No, Outside of this game. It's broken down like an old tractor on a field. <laughs> Someone should kickstart the tractor and get it plowing the fields again with society. That's one of Hens's poems. If he thinks about it for a second, which he has, it's good. It was like a, it was like a haiku, but um, not following any of the rules of a haiku. Hens don't play by the rules. <laughs> Cheeky man! <laughs> All right, sir. We're getting off topic here slightly. We have the final question for you today. Are you going higher or lower for that one? All right, I'm gonna. Is there like a double or nothing round, like a, a lightning round? Oh, coming up, sir. Come, coming right up your way, served on a plate. Don't worry about that. Okay. So, but does this, because at this point, I've answered five questions, I've got one right. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it feels pointless carrying on just for the, um, I kind of feel like, the uh, Cameroonian women's team, when they go 3-0 down to the English in the last World Cup, where it kind of, it meant so much to them, 
culturally as much as personally. You know, it was like a massive thing that they actually went on strike for about a minute because they realised that they would never win. I kind of feel like that. Like to to me, the handsome Aaron quiz is as important as the defunding of Cameroonian women's football by an outraged nation. Oh, Christ. Uh, so have you ever heard the, the phrase, question being surplus to needs? <laughs> no, not said like that, but uh, yeah, so have you. Yeah, Hensman's heard that, heard that one himself. Anyway, question six now. A very nice, nice little speech about the Cameroonian women throwing the throwing against the English or whatever it was he said. So it was very nice. So question six is Hansen's wife left. Can you blame her? <laughs> yes. Because it's her personal actions. So therefore she is in control of that and must take the blame. However... Can you justify the her actions? That's the question. She must take the responsibility. No, but it's, it's, it's Hensel's going to have to stop you there. Excuse me, sir. Have you piped down a bit? You use, the question is, Henson's wife left. Can you blame her? That, that is the only question. Yeah. Well, my answer is yes. But did Hansom do something terrible to her, which makes... The, which mitigates the blame that she undoubtedly takes. But we need to hear both sides of this. I mean, to see, see you in court, that's what Hensel said to the wife, but that's not relevant to the game, sir. No, or my question, I would argue. Yeah, so, or your question. And you do what you have argued a lot, and you've been a very rude man. Well, what I'd say is, are you like this around her? Because if you are, then, I mean, how much responsibility can she take for continuing? In many ways, emotionally, I've left this. In many ways, Hansen's loving it, and he's going to have a, a prosperous career in the media for, for many years to come when all this blows over, sir. So a bit more respect, please. But the answer is... What are you saying? Was be more concise, sir. Put your answer down. We're talking maybe five to fifty words. I like that Hanson believes this. The coronavirus is a bad time for the media. This this is the best that the media has enjoyed in years. People are reading newspapers. They're watching the television. They're consuming more media information now than they have in 20 years. All right, people aren't buying papers, but they're still visiting the online stuff. If you think that this is a low point for the media industry, I worry for handsome. I worry about your career prospects. Okay, so well, the correct answer is, in some respects, yes. <laughs> in every respect, she she is. But I think you should take some responsibility also for causing her to leave due to your <laughs> misunderstanding <laughs> of how the media is doing badly. <laughs> bonus round. Here's a bonus round. Oh. We said, hello, sir. Would you like to risk it all for the star prize? Or are you happy with one points? <laughs> what is the star prize? The star prize? Well, you'll find out when you've got stars in your eyes at the end of the day, which you probably won't because you're going to blow it. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, I mean, you've not answered my question there. What? 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 Okay, what? How do I get stars in my eyes? Do I answer the questions for the star prize? Does that give me stars in my eyes? Yeah. And then, yeah. okay. We've been talking metaphors at this point, sir. <laughs> You're fucking not. <laughs> That's not a metaphor. Yeah. Hanson has been pulled up on this before, sir, and it makes him, makes him quite sad in his eyes. So if you can refrain from, from, from picking up and head some shortcomings, that'd be very nice. A metaphor is something that has symbolism outside of the, the phraseology that's used. What you do, handsome, is create sentences that either vaguely rhyme or have a sense of rhythm to them and then say them to, to try and befuddle your audience. That's not what a metaphor is. You're the opposite of Confucius. Say what's going to be Confucius, sir. Your head on a spike. That's not. You see, you've just given the exact example of what I'm talking about. So, what's going to be Confucius is my head on a spike. That doesn't mean anything. It's not a metaphor. It's barely a sentence because Confucius is a person. Yeah, you're a person, aren't you, sir? Put your head on a spike. Put you, put you down the river. We're getting closer to genuine sense there, but let's think about what you just said. You're going to put my head in the spike and put the spike down the river. All right, so what's the spike made of? Is it metal? That's not going to go down the river, unless it's hollow, in which case, it, how are you going to pierce my head with it? I imagine it would crumple in the middle. Excuse me, so I ever heard of, excuse me, so I ever heard of timber? <laughs> okay, so the spike is uh, what I would call that uh, uh, stake then. If it was a wooden, a sharp wooden wooden pole or a pole, wooden pole. Yeah, it's the one you stab all the ghosties and ghoulies with. You don't stab. You see, again, I need, I need you to stop saying things like this because you don't stab ghosties and ghoulies, do you? You might stab ghoulies. I understand that bit, but not in the not in the terminology of ghosty. Give me a little stab, and then and then be. Oh, Christ, Henson's... has got confusing, sir. Yeah, you see, now you're the Confucius. Yeah. Henson's confused in his mind, but also he's got a lot of nice people at home who stick up for him. <laughs> okay. Apart from his wife, who has left. Yeah. Ever heard the phrase, AWOL, sir? <laughs> yes, I have heard the phrase AWOL, but that implies that she was in some way in a military service role. So, yeah, hey, what does. We're talking 3rd Regiment of Handsome's Heart. <laughs> right. So, who is the. Who's the Colonel of Handsome's Heart? Let's work out the hierarchy of Handsome's Heart. Alright, sir. Uh, the colonel of Handsome's heart. I mean, uh, you, you, yeah, oh, it's hard to think about. But you think it's probably his sister-in-law or Jerry? What's his name, Jerry? Jerry? Is he either Jerry in the pacemakers or Jeremy Spake? One of the two. Make make your picks, sir. Okay. So, uh, so is this is Handsome's heart? Is the army of Handsome's heart? Uh. 
a dictatorship <clears throat> or is it how how is the army organized is it a series of colonels generals captains lieutenants and privates so the bonus question for today is finish the sentence if you're at the bar mine's a large one all right so let me work this out uh so if i'm at the bar yours is a large one but what what, if you're at the bar yeah yeah do you mean mines as in the holes in the ground that are used to extrude uh precious metals and carbon uh, you call call it handsome of fruit for not knowing what a metaphor is, and you're just speaking nonsense, sir. <laughs> so, but how does yours is it is yours a small one? If I'm not at the bar, how does yours grow? The closer that I get to the bar, it, it's all about perspectives, sir. <laughs> right. So, in that, if it's about perspective. That means that yours is very, very close to me when I get to the bar. So yeah. you are dang- you are dangling yours onto the bar, presumably about I don't know how, how tall am I six four? So and the bar is usually about four foot. So two two foot four inches above the bar, you're dangling yours, and it's right in my face. Yeah, you get a good, nice little perspective on we talking suds like beers. Oh right, okay. So a pint. Of, I mean, would you call? The problem is, since measures have come in, you you had you know you always had a pint and a, or a half, but now you wouldn't have like a large whiskey, would you? That'd be a double whiskey. People, do people say if you're at the bar, mine's a double. It's, it's like the old saying goes, uh, if you have a half pint and you feel positive, that's nice. But if you have a, a, a full pint and you feel negative, that's not so nice. <laughs> okay, right. When you say old saying, did you just make that up now? Yeah, Henson made it up in his mind. <laughs> a little prank. <laughs> Good to know. Henson should get a big phone and say hello for a bit. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I, I mean, all right. I'll try and answer the question. If you're at the bar, mine's a large one. The this is, might be why your wife left, because there is an implicit idea in the way that handsome's talking that that handsome feels like he deserves what is something when I'm at the bar. You know, maybe Handsome should wait to be asked whether he wants something and then take it with gratitude. We're talking metaphors. Yeah, check, check, mate. And five points for Handsome, very nice. Handsome did a metaphor then. Blink, blink and you'll miss it. But if you, if you don't blink, you won't miss it. No, you didn't do a metaphor. <laughs> you said, check, check, mate. That's not a metaphor. It's not even a saying. Hasn't forgot what he said, but he he meant it from his heart, sir. And isn't that all that matters? 
it implies that you that you took two turns in chess, one after another, check and then checkmate, which is cheating in chess. Yeah. I you you've got to give me the opportunity to move out of check. Yeah, well, if, as, essentially, Hansen would put it this way: if you get if you get a vacuum cleaner and you you clean up the board, sir. Yeah, that, again, not a saying, is it? It's not a saying. Not a saying. Well, no one, because the game is over as soon as a vacuum cleaner is introduced. This is a foreign agent, an object which no one has agreed upon that Handsome is bringing into the fray, and it's not that's not part of chess. At no point does anyone go, "You be white, I'll be black," and vacuum cleaner. It's not stated in the rules. Yeah. Rules is made to be broken, sir, and that, and that at the end of the day is life. Okay, the first one of them was a saying. That was an old saying, but at the end of the day, it's life, not a saying. That's not a saying. Give hands a break. I'm sorry, handsome. That's all right. So you want to answer the bloody question or not? Uh, I, I c- complete this saying. If you're at the bar, mine's a large one. Please. It's quite nice then. You're very close, Aries. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Essentially the same point is being made. Yeah. Zero points for Sir. All right, Hansen is being told by his producer now that he's getting another call on the line, so he's going to have to say goodbye and put you back in, into the abyss, sir, if that's all right. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Bye-bye, Hansen. Bye-bye, sir. Have a nice time in your life. Don't damage anyone or anyone's property for a bit. All right, thanks, mate. Bye-bye, sir. Bye. Bye.
got, I 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 got